On today's podcast, we talk about a year-round plan for training quarterbacks and joining me, uh, again, a multiple appearance guy on the podcast, head football coach at Beaumont High School in California, Jeff Steinberg. Steiny, great to have you here. Thanks a lot, Keith. Always great talking football with you. Well, you haven't been on the field now for almost a year. Is that right? Yeah, I'll tell you. It's, it, you know, the, it's, it's kind of like we're in some sort of time warp because I keep thinking to last season, but last season was really, you know, uh, over a year ago now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're over a year. That's right, in California. So, um, you know, f- for you finding ways to train your guys has has been critical in this time. So I know that's that's part of what's gone into what you've put together here, a, a five-course uh, series on CoachTube uh, about training the quarterback. But let's start with the idea of a year-round plan. So whether we're in a COVID year or not, uh, coaches definitely want to pay attention to how they train their quarterbacks year-round. What's been your philosophy on that? So, you know, all too often we see that that players go off and train with somebody or their their coaches um, do something on their own. And, and in almost all cases, there's a lot of great things that are done on the field where they'll work on the skills, um, you know, pocket presence, working on the mechanics, maybe some, some coverage reads types of things and getting the ball out more efficiently um, and, and mimicking maybe stuff that they're doing in their offense. But I think that in almost all the cases from what I've seen, at least um, in talking to coaches is they don't have a plan of attack uh, in the classroom to, to get your quarterback ahead of the game cerebrally. Um, and so that you can, I guess, maximize your time and, and have the quarterback develop all those important qualities that you want, not just in the physical sense, but, but definitely in, in, in the mental sense of, of being able to, to think well on the field and see things and, and have great anticipation. And, and I, and I really believe that the, this whole approach to doing an off season quarterback Academy has given us that over the years. I know for you, it all starts with a 12 month teaching progression. Could you give us an overview of exactly what that is? Yeah. So, so we start in January and uh, the way that we map it out is, is, uh, a bulk of the work is done out of season. Like, you know, when you get to the season, really you're, you're fixing things during the week and, and you're doing some install and, and uh, you're just getting we- ready week to week. But during the off season, we, it's almost like backward planning. You want to, you want to, you know where your quarterback should be when the season hits and, and let's make sure that we work backwards so that by the time the season hits, all those, all those things have been developed. So, it works out to about 40 lessons um, throughout the off season. Uh, we start with, with once a week, we progress to twice a week, and then eventually we're going to, we're meeting three, four days a week um, when we get to, uh, to spring and summer. And uh, not that all of the, all of the, uh, the days are, are, you know, spending considerable amount of time, whether we're in the classroom or on the field, like some meetings may only be 20 minutes, but other meetings may last about 45 minutes. Um, and uh, it's just a systematic progression of getting your quarterback to understand uh, what they're seeing on the other side of the ball, uh, both in the fronts and coverages, uh, recognizing them, identifying them, 
and then also having them understand how you're going to attack uh, those things. And, and then along those lines is, you know, obviously your quarterback leadership skills need to be developed as well. So uh, in all those lessons, we always have some sort of, of leadership training where we're working on whether they're, they're managing the players around them and, and working with other players um, or just being a leader out in the community. So in, in looking at this, you break it down in phases, and we're in the phase right now where, uh, you know, it's it's the first phase for some of the country. I know guys are gearing up to play, uh, but we'll we'll assume it's a, a normal year with a normal progression. Uh, there are a lot of guys right now who are in January. So what do you recommend January through March that coaches work on with their quarterbacks? So so I I think that okay, it really starts with every year. Um, rather than having this approach of, oh, we're going to pick up where we left off, um, we always go back to the foundation. And I think that when you have a strong foundation, you're going to have a much greater chance to be successful. Um, it's it's kind of like, you know, every time you build a home, you, you want to you have a great foundation to start with. And so we always go back to, okay, what, what are the qualities that all great quarterbacks share in you know, share that like things that they have in common. So we start looking at those qualities and we go through them. And, uh, and then from there we, we talk about, okay, what are, what are things that physical, physical, mental, emotional attributes that, that these quarterbacks would all possess. And uh, that's really a, a large part of where we are in January. By the time we get to February and March, we're now looking at, uh, things like fronts, uh, what, what, what would we recognize uh, in an even or an odd core? What are the qualities of those fronts? And then we, from there, go to, uh, okay, in an, in, an odd, in an odd core, what are the types of uh, names of defenses that teams will play? So an odd core, three down linemen. Um, I'll use this as an example. The guards are uncovered. Well, we, we would see both what we would call a, a Steeler front and an Oki front. And, 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 and those are, names are meaningful to us. They're found in the videos. And so now it just we have a system of communication as well. And that's for the fronts. We do the same thing for the coverages. And then we start talking about strengths and weaknesses. So, again, we're not really discussing what we do offensively, but we're looking at things that they're going to see on the other side of the ball. And then once they start to understand – uh, the fronts and coverages, we talk about ways to attack them. And, you know, a lot of kids are playing Madden or NCAA uh, video games, and they have a, a sense of, of what they've done in those video games of attacking those defenses. So we'll get kids up on the board or, or, um, or give them an opportunity to diagram of ways that they would attack. And I think those conversations are great to have with your kids because when you get them talking, that's when the learning really occurs. So looking – into the spring phase, April through June, recommendations for that phase. Now, when we get to, to April and June, you're you're now looking at uh, a few things. Not only not only your scheme in regards to how it's going to be applied to attack defenses, but how do we actually read coverages pre and post snap? What are things that we're looking for? How how are uh, what what are things that we're going to use to identify uh, what they're doing? And so now in, in that, it's, it's more of a, I guess, you know, chapter, chapter four in the quarterback academy 
in terms of, you know, what we're going to be able to do to, to attack defenses. And I think that when quarterbacks start to watch film and have an understanding of uh, what they should be looking for, especially, you know, at the high school level, and we show them college film too, but you can see that the, the defense, you know, they want to hide their intentions as best as possible. But when they're in specific coverages, there's some telltale signs in terms of what they're doing. And uh, in the videos, it discusses what the quarterbacks can look for. So now they can anticipate what they're going to be doing with the ball. And then post-snap confirmation will pretty much tell them uh, where they're going to go so that they can have a, a high completion percentage. Then looking at kind of that preseason phase, um, the, the last part of their training, uh, which would be the summer, right? July, all the way through the season. What things are you looking at as far as planning for that? We, we spend a lot of time once we get into the summer of like watching us on film. So we will film seven on seven and team and, uh, and just point out all the things that we've learned up till then. And so we're just trying to get stronger in terms of our knowledge of our own playbook. But at the same time, we're, we're showing them applications of what we're doing versus the different defenses. And we like to spend time in the summer all the way up to uh, our first game of starting to get uh, an analysis, building a portfolio of, of at least our first three opponents that we're going to play. So now the quarterbacks get to apply all the knowledge that they learned from January that, to them to now, you know, put together a little portfolio of, um, you know, here's our first opponent. This is what their front is. This is what their, their coverage is. So based on, on those, and here's maybe some of their blitzes and stuff. So this is what we expect to see. And it really builds confidence in, in the kids when they get an opportunity to do that before the season so that it's not, you know, game one and it's their first real see at, at, at what, what they're going to be going against. So I know part of what you like to do in those seven-on-sevens and even in 11-on-11 is put a GoPro on your quarterback. Um, so I've tried those before. Uh, certainly there's, I'm sure, some tricks and best practices to making that uh, effective for you. What have, what have been some of the most effective things that you've found in being able to use the GoPros? I, I've really liked our student managers to be behind the quarterback and have it on a, uh, on a, you know, seven foot pole or an eight foot pole and, uh, and, uh, and just film the reps from, from back there. And then it really gives us an opportunity as, uh, as we, as we look through it to, um, to be able to do a lot of talk throughs as we're watching film. So I can ask the quarterback, okay, you know, where were, where were your eyes here? And, and, you know, what was, what were some, what was your pre-snap? Uh, what did you see for depth, eyes, leverage? Where are the safeties? And so those are those are common questions when we're in meetings. And uh, you know we'll we'll ask them. Okay, very first thing is locate the safeties. Tell us where the safeties are. Talk a little bit about the safety safeties. And now tell us tell us the depth, eyes, leverage of uh, of the corners. And give us uh, give us some feedback on the coverage triangle which is the corner outside linebacker and near safety. And, uh, and when the quarterbacks start to do that and get reps at doing that, again, it builds confidence where when they get on the field, they have a great understanding. They, they, you, you pretty much um, have a good idea of where you're going to be going with the football. 
before it's even snapped. And then again, we just get confirmation post-snap um, with uh, what the defenders are doing to tell us where to, where to go. When uh, you're looking at that film, and I know if you were using a normal camera back there, trying to get depth eyes leverage, you have to pan the camera right to each side. Are you able to pick up more uh, or is there a certain setting you, you that you use on the GoPro? Yeah, it, it, it really gives us uh, more of a panoramic view where we can see that defense. And one of the things that we want to do this, this next, uh, next coming season is even use the 360 degree camera and uh, the 360 camera. They're super affordable. Now that can now give you everything that you need so that you can actually, you know, turn to the left and the right and, and be able to see things from a quarterback's peripheral. And do the three sixties that you're talking about, do those work into using like an Oculus or, or a headset like that to give you that perspective of the quarterback being back in the play? With, without a doubt. And now, now we're talking about how you can really use technology to, to your advantage and get, you know, be able to get the Oculus um, on the quarterback and, uh, and get some virtual reps. And, and I think that's kind of where a lot of programs are going, especially at the college level, um, where you, you're limited with the time on the field, but you get those live reps in the classroom. And we're trying to get as close to that as possible by just watching film and getting the quarterback to stand in front of, in front of the, um, the LCD uh, screen and, and uh, give them a, as much of a feel as possible. And I know that, you know, with, uh, with just, you know, two-dimensional film um it's not quite there but being able to use that gopro it's crystal clear it's crystal clear it gives you a real panoramic view and i think it's as close as we've been able to get right now and then the the next phase would be that 360 degree camera and I, i again i can't say it enough that really being able to be effective is having those reps one of the ways that you can get those reps is you know we talk all the time is you know, you're limited on the physical reps on the field. This really increases, uh, I guess, or it gets you as close to those physical reps by giving you live mental reps where you can actually talk through in your meetings. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you look at the different ways practices have been filmed over time, and, you know, the the one that maybe is least effective is is that press box type of view, right, from the side of the field. That's not the view that quarterbacks are really in. Now, does it help them understand a lot of things? It really does, but... I think you know this to be true. Uh, we have those film room guys who can sit there and instantaneously pick things out, but then their ability to translate that onto the field and looking at it from a different perspective, uh, it, it doesn't always translate for every single guy. Some guys struggle with that, being able to see, like you're talking about, the depth, being able to see instantaneously that that guy's off the hash, he's going to roll over the top there. You know, those kinds of things are evident on the press box view or even in some, you know, end zone views that you have, but it's all about being inside that helmet. And I think that's exactly what you're looking at, trying to create those with some affordable technology. Without a doubt. And, uh, and you really hit it. Like the press box view is, is a great start. It's really good for us. You know, when we're scouting to, to get some, you know, some key points in terms of, you know, what they're doing, but it's nowhere near the perspective of what the quarterback sees on the field. And, you know, I always laugh when coaches ask their, their kids after a mistake, what are you, what are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at things from my perspective coach and probably didn't have those, those reps that they needed to get the quarterback to really understand 
what a defense's intentions are. So, so again, like, you know, the, 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 the all 22 from the press box, it's a good start to have a conversation about some basic things. But if you really want to get into your quarterback's head and make sure that you're on the same page, like I can't, I can't say enough of how you have to film from the perspective of where the quarterback is and the things that get you the closest to that is the 360 camera or the, uh, or the GoPro uh, view. And, and I don't know the answers to these off the top of my head, but we're talking about affordability of those things. What's the investment like to be able to do um, either the GoPros or the 360 and, and what you might need with it? So, you know, you, you can, you can get on and whether you find a, a refurbished or a used one or, you know, you're looking at spending under $500 for those things. And, and that's an investment that, you know, you can, you're going to use it every day at practice, even, even if you're taking out and, and a coach has to do things on his own and in some drills, um, you can always have uh, an additional quarterback, you know, they can exchange while a guy's getting reps, somebody's filming. And I think that, you know, it's not a, not everybody has student managers, not everybody has big budgets, but I always think of an investment of, okay, if we're going to spend money, how, you know, how many times is it being used? And I think something that's about $500 that you have the ability to use every day you're on the field in the off season or three days a week when you're in season, I think that's a pretty, pretty good tool to be able to use for that price. As you start to build these, Jeff, are you looking at creating libraries that are going to go back into your training? We haven't we haven't been there yet where we're start where we're filing things. Um, there there's there are some things that I'll use for for teaching purposes. Uh, I think that would be the next part for us is to start building some libraries where we can we can share things from from any given year that would be helpful to a quarterback whether whether he's playing now in in our offense or or maybe five five years down the road. So you've put together a pretty comprehensive uh, series here in. Uh, basically a quarterback academy for coaches. Um, we know you run a certain kind of, of offense, but you know, if I'm looking at this as a coach, for as a resource, um, how useful is it going to be me, to me uh, regardless of the scheme I use? Yeah, there, there's certain things that are inherent in, in fronts and coverages regardless of what you're doing offensively. And I really feel that this – quarter series of quarterback academy videos will help a player whether he's in in our offense or whether he's playing in a pro style or he's playing in a wing tee i always feel that the smarter and more cerebral your players are on the field the more of an opportunity you're going to have to be successful as a coach like we're all limited with athletic ability uh some programs are going to have not you know more players that have more ability than others. There's, you know, you can, you can play a part in that somewhat with, with the stuff that you're doing in, in the off season. But uh, I think uh, everybody has, has a ceiling um, depending on, on their personal DNA, but with regards to learning and, and just becoming a smart football player, uh, I think that coaches can play a huge role in that. And, and again, you know, the, the, the more you can get your, your player to really understand things and be a student of the game, uh, the the more successful you're going to have an opportunity to be. And for the guys out there who might be interested in this, I know it's five courses. If you could just very quickly give us a rundown of what you cover in each course. 
Yeah, sure. So in the very first course uh, in the quarterback academy, we just go through the outline of, of how the, how the uh, quarterback academy could be used during the offseason. And then we get into qualities of successful quarterbacks that would play in anybody's offense. And then in the, in the second video, we talk about coverages and how to read coverages. And uh, it gets into, you know, what the indicators are between, you know, single high, single high family, two high family uh, coverages and, and uh, coverages where you're going to see pure man and they're bringing pressure in the third quarterback Academy uh, course. It's all about the fronts that you will see and how to identify and attack those fronts. And then in the fourth uh, series, it will talk about reading defenses. So how to, uh, how to apply what you're seeing um, to be able to attack them. So both pre-snap and post-snap talks about, you know, that single receiver and how to identify if you can get him the ball and, and how do we identify if receivers are covered or uncovered. And then in the last video, it deals with on the field uh, drills that you can do to develop your quarterback through the off season. And again, those are available on coach tube and we will have those in our show notes uh, and a link to those courses coach. Uh, just a great job in putting that together. I think a, a great resource. I know a lot of guys want to work with their quarterbacks and I think you've thought through every detail here. So I highly recommend it. Definitely start with, Course one, which is going to give you that year long overview and then um, proceed into those other courses. And I think, you know, putting something together like this for your players, for your quarterbacks is going to be useful. And for other position coaches out there, I would think about, you know, what you can do uh, to start to school up your other positions to put something together like this, because this is certainly about the football IQ and developing their abilities to understand football in general and then how it applies to what you guys do in your particular schemes. And of course there's a, a physical aspect to it that you cover as well. Um, and I think all coaches look at things this way, but again, sometimes it takes looking at uh, how somebody has organized something year round and you've done a great job of putting that together, Jeff. I, I appreciate it. It's also been a, a fun project to, uh, to work through as well. And for our coaches out there, uh, what's the best way for them to connect with you? They can connect with me on uh, Twitter is, is the easiest and Instagram. I'm uh, at Coach Steiny. Steiny, uh, always great talking to you. I know you and I talk frequently. Um, I won't add this one to your invoice. Uh, this is a freebie for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it. It's always awesome talking to you, Keith. Thank you again for listening to the Coaching Coordinator Podcast. Please, if you are enjoying the podcast, head over to iTunes or Spotify and click five star for rate. If you have a minute, write a review. It really helps the podcast. Check out our new home for the Coaching Coordinator podcast. That's at coachandcoordinator.com. And follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski.